Excited to welcome two guests to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Okay, so we were tipped off. Before we welcome them, we'll just sort of quickly give you the, the upshot. We were, we, you, Bradley, were told about this podcast called Beyond the Blinds by a coworker of ours. I ran into that same coworker the other day and she said, Did you really start listening? Did you really invite them on the show? Are they really coming on the show? The hosts yeah, so, of this podcast. So our friend uh, and coworker Katie is the one who turned me on to this. She's like, "Have you been listening to this?" I was like, "No, but now I will because you're teasing me and tantalizing me with blind items." And so I listened to Beyond the Blinds, and instantly, like within moments, I was like, "These people are speaking our language. We are cut from the same cloth. They like have their own." Like I said this earlier before we. Um, or when we first started the show today, we speak the same language. We may have a different different dialect when mm-hmm. it comes to certain parts of pop culture, but we're definitely on the same page. And like suspicious as bleep, if you know yes. what I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. So Kelly and Troy from Beyond the Blinds, welcome to the Colleen and Bradley show. How are you? Good. Thank you for Hi, having us. For I'm having so excited. Us. We are super excited too. Okay, so... Okay, I'm going to just, I'll call names. We'll call names so that we don't all talk over each other because four voices is going to be a whole heap and helping of fun. So I want to start, Kelly, with you. Can you tell us how you and Troy kind of met and decided to do a podcast? I know that's a lot, but have fun with it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Troy and I met through actually Instagram. He has his own podcast, Dunzo. I have mine, Nostalgia and Now. And he came on my podcast, I went on his, and then one night, (laughs) back in July, I was laid off from my job, and I drank quite a bit of wine and gave Troy a call, and I said, let's start this podcast that we've been going back and forth about, now's the time. Oh, I love it. Now, I want to ask Troy, because I know like you both are obsessed with blind items in the way that we are, and we each have our own story about how we arrived at a fascination with blind items. So, Troy, for you, where did your fascination with blind items start? Um, well, I'm a Britney <laughs> Like, I'm a big Britney head. And um, in 2007, I was in college, and, you know, I was following the Britney story like every step of the way. Um, But I wanted more, like I wanted more information. I wanted more news. And somehow when I was like sleuthing around on the internet, I discovered uh, Find Ice about Britney Spears. And it really just like exploded my mind. And I was like, I I couldn't stop reading. And it really made me feel way more connected to what was going on. So that was my intro. And then you just like dug into the blind items. And Kelly, what about you? Like, how did you start to rely on blind items for your Hollywood news? <laughs> so honestly, it was Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> I, You're my Swifty girl. That's what I love about you. Cause I'm like, she's a Swifty <laughs> like me. Yeah. But she's yeah, a Swifty um, with like, she's has the ability to see through leave me alone. all of the, leave me alone. <laughs> all of the lies. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so honestly, it was it was a Kaler rabbit hole that brought me to blind items. You know, and so it's like it, it, that's interesting to me. So you had so Troy had the Britney connection. Uh you had the Taylor 
connection, Kelly. That's like the thing that brought you into blind items for us. I'll speak for myself. I didn't really start to understand kind of the power of, uh, you know, like a website like crazydaysandnights.net until we were talking about Harvey Weinstein. And uh, Mm -hmm. we saw it mentioned in an article. and We were like, wait a second, hold on. And like pulled the curtain back and started going down those rabbit holes of blind items. And we were like, this is a treasure trove of truth about Hollywood that we never were acquainted with. Right, Brad? Yeah, and what I wanted to ask you guys, um, basically, so once you have this love for blind items, like the the idea that there's a whole audience out there, like what gave you the confidence, Kelly, that there was a whole audience for the kinds of things that you were going to talk about on your podcast? Well, for me, I talked about it on Nostalgia and Now, and I knew Troy talked about it on Dunzo, and people would constantly dm me they'd be like we need more blind items we need more blind items and troy and i i mean i'll speak for both of us on this we had no idea that people cared this much about blind items right and what do you think it is about the blind items that people are what what do you think it is about the blind items that people are so fascinated by or like leaves them wanting more I think it's just the the mystery of them the riddles i mean troy would probably have a better answer than i would with that you go ahead, Troy. I forgot to call on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, no, I think that at this particular moment in in history when it comes to pop culture, it's like I think people are sort of uninterested in the veneer. Mm. And I think, you know, post-COVID and post, like, just what we've been through as a society in the past few years, like, I think people are just more interested in what's real and... You know, when you have people like the Kardashians as uh, what we like royalty in this country, it's like you kind of want to know what's actually going on, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think for us, if I can speak for both of us, Colleen, you know, we covered these stories in a very superficial way for years because we've been doing the show now for a decade, 10 years, a, a whole decade. And when we started, it was very much just like telling the facts of the story. But then you get to a point where you're like, I have told so many of these same stories they're just involving different celebrities, which makes me believe. And who's the damn there's... source? Like every who's the damn source? Every <laughs> yeah, time. exactly. So so you can only tell those stories sort of superficially for so long before you're like, OK, I need to understand how this sausage is made. And I think that's what the genius of blind items has given us or the magic that blind items have, have given us is the the a way to understand the secret sauce. Kelly, Kelly and Troy, have you guys ever gotten like a nod from um, a celebrity or somebody you've talked about on the show or somebody close to somebody you've talked about on your podcast where they've been like, you're correct. That is right. I'll put that to Kelly. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> do you do, like, do you know, like, do like has, do you know if any of the people you talk about even have heard your podcast? We we have no idea. There are definitely a few that we hope don't hear the podcast. Yeah, we can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, but but no, luckily luckily no legal teams. We we try and cover ourselves the best we can. Right? Like we're screwed if Gwyneth Paltrow listens to the podcast. <laughs> like to our podcast. Like we're screwed. <laughs> so like I'm sure who would you say like give me like a a couple names of people who you were like we're really we'd be in trouble if this person tuned in. Troy, you do that one. Well, our 
our number one person is Aaron Carter. Oh, because yeah. Because we are just generally... A- <laughs> and oh. you factor in that we talk about him a lot, and, you know, Aaron isn't the most... Um, warm and fuzzy person mm-hmm. uh he just seems like somebody that would search his name in a podcast app, <laughs> and that keeps kelly and i <laughs> well, oh, well i will say too we had the experience of like we were talking about a person that was connected to Lindsay lohan and we ref didn't we reference his name in the podcast we episode did. and he literally reached out and well basically came for us yeah for, you know, talking about things that, we, you know, he said we were wrong about. In our experience, it usually is like the lower, it's like the, it's not the big celebrity that is searching their name. It's like the person who's sort of loosely connected to the celebrity who we may have talked about and we've maybe included their name in a description that's searching for themselves. Those are the ones that'll come for you. <laughs> Listen, we're going to take a quick break. Kelly and Troy from Beyond the Blinds uh, are joining us when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Kelly and Troy, there is a certain thing that you guys talk about that we also talk about, but we have a different word for it. You guys call them, I think you call them like publicity relationships. We call them publationships. And we're gonna kind of we're gonna kind of play a little game with you guys around those when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi, and we're really excited because we have uh, invited to the show the two hosts of a wonderful podcast that we both have become obsessed with. It's called Beyond the Blinds. Kelly and Troy are joining us. Uh, welcome back, Kelly and Troy. Hello. Hi. Okay, so Bradley and I, uh, well, Bradley, I'm going to let you uh, bring them in on the publationship game that we have planned for them. Don't be yeah, nervous. So, Nobody wins. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, there's no prize. <laughs> I mean, we all win. <laughs> the, the prize is that um, we all get to be together today. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> we call them publationships. You guys call them, I think, just PR relationships, basically the same thing. Relationships. And the way we describe it, um, you know, for our listeners will know, is basically it's a relationship for publicity. So, like, this, sometimes the celebrities are into each other, but a lot of the times, at least the ones that we get obsessed with, typically, they're into it's their all careers. for show. <laughs> Yeah, this is a career move. They are celebrities. They, you know, benefit from the oxygen that the tabloids provide. That said, we give them little nicknames, and we thought we would just toss you one of the nicknames. You could tell us the publationship if you can figure out who it is. And then if you guys would each just give us, like, you know, your sort of reaction to what you think about that particular publationship. Are you game? Are you ready? Totally. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm going to throw this one out there. This is one of our favorites to talk about. We call them Chonus. Can either of you guess who Chonus is? Priyanka and Nick, uh, right? And Nick. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. I'm going to ask Troy first. Troy, what is your like vibe on Priyanka and Nick? They're one of my favorite PR couples. Because they are just so unapologetically PR, and they barely try and hide. So I love their sponsored wedding. They're just—they're like a walking commercial. It's so great. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and what about you, Kelly? What's what are what's your vibe on Chonus? That's what we call them. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel the exact same way Troy does. I feel like I have more chemistry with the guy who works at the gas station than those two do on a red carpet. It's so true. So what I... What I love about your podcast is that you gave us permission. Like, we, we talk about, I mean, we say these things, but then you we almost feel bad that, like, the people out there who believe it, like, we're somehow, you know, bursting their balloon. Right. But it just, it just makes me happy to know that there are people out there like you who are on the exact same page. It means, I feel like it means we're on the right track, or at least, you know, we're not we're alone in the something. world. <laughs> Bradley, yeah, we're at least on the track together. Exactly. Okay, Bradley, give them, uh, give them another one. Give them another relationship. This relationship. I mean, like, we're not the only ones that called them this. Um, It's just a variation of it. Shamila. So, Kelly, tell us um, who Shamila is, and then what you think about them. That is Sean and Camilla. Yes. (laughs) And you know. I was getting very tired of them, but now I kind of miss their paparazzi walks and walking around with empty mugs during quarantine. I wish they gave us one more before they broke up. Right, like just like a swan song. Um, We called them the zombie walks because what was even more fun than watching them amble along in pictures was watching like video of it where it looked like they were literally zombies, like out for brains. Mm Mm-hmm. Troy, can I ask, like, did you guys talk at all about why their publicationship ended? Like, did you have any ideas as to what led to them going in their separate directions? You know, we've been reading in Blind Items for a while that, like, they're both sort of, they've always been on sort of opposite ends of, like, how long they want this to go on. Um, I had read in Blind Items that she had been dating other people and that actually in, you know, very committed relationships, right. you know, during this time. Um, and but he was the one that kind of wanted to keep the PR thing going. So you know, it's hard to say, but I agree with Kelly. I definitely miss the zombie walks for sure. Right? Ugh. Okay, we're going to give you another one. Now, this one might throw you for a loop because basically it's going to be easy to figure out who they are. Um, but there's a publationship that we call Wild and Styles. Uh, can you imagine Troy, who Wild and Styles is? Is that uh, Olivia? Olivia and Harry. You kind of you kind of cut out there for a second, but yes, you were on to it. It's Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. Now, uh, I don't know if you guys have had an opportunity to really dig deep into that publicationship, but what are your initial thoughts about that, Kelly? So I haven't done too much digging. I mean, Olivia Wilde has been a part of my life since the OC. Thank you. But I understand she's trying to make her mark as a director and Harry's going to be in her new movie. So it kind of it kind of makes sense to me. Right. Especially because and this is the thing that we always bring up, like when you're in a publicationship that was born out of a project, right? Like uh, we don't actually. Oh, we do have a name for them. Kratom. We call Channing Tatum and Zoe Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz Kratom. Because whenever you have a publicationship that's born out of a movie, every single time that couple is asked about their publicationship, they drop in the name of the movie or the yeah. project. Mm-hmm. So especially it's so when it's, it's so obvious. Troy, your thoughts on Wild and Styles? You know, that's one. Harry's relationships are always really confusing because they feel so obvious. Right. But then I have to remind myself, like you said earlier, there are a lot of people who don't think of Hollywood this way. 
Oh my gosh. So. Oh, I feel like you're you're talking to us from like a crumpled up piece of paper, Troy. I don't know why we keep on getting static for you, but um but you're right, you know, this is the thing that we always say is that not everybody is on to how Hollywood lies to us. Uh and and But we once just, you see it, you then you can't not see it, it and then it's everywhere which is why we're so glad we found you kelly and troy from beyond the blinds we have to wrap up this conversation but i wonder if maybe someday we can have you back yeah absolutely i love it because we just absolutely we talk the same language if you're ever in the twin cities we will have you on in person and we are so thankful you joined us today thank you so much we'll be listening to you in beyond the blinds Thank, thank you, you, so you for having us. us. Thank you both. That's Kelly and Troy from Beyond the Blinds. You can get those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. And we will be back on the Colleen and Bradley show with dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We do love to tell you about them right here on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. I'm having microphone issues. And these, my friends, are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. like florida yay <laughs> we should I have like, like a special take... sound whenever we get a florida one like just like the sound of an alligator chomping yeah or just like dumb <laughs> what it. sound is dumb the sound of dumb uh, uh that would be noon to three on my Thank talk seven one most days <laughs> a driver was arrested recently in florida this incident started at the water lake or waterford lakes community Uh in vero beach sounds Um, fancy i know it sounds very fancy but you know like a police chase is not all that unusual no what's unusual is where the police chase took place okay it took place in was it a water? Was it like a body of water? No. Okay. That, I mean, Ooh. that would be a good guess. I got a guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was it a mini golf course? Uh-huh. Now you are very, very close, Holly Roberts. <gasps> was it an actual golf course? It was an actual golf course. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. No one was injured, but the incident took place at around 1 p.m. Deputies tried to pull a lady over, but she wouldn't. Uh, listen, she, she wouldn't, wouldn't pull. pull. <laughs> <laughs> and so she decided to take police on a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not Beverly Hillbillies. What am I trying to think of? Who's the guy that runs around going, yeah, 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 yeah. yakety sacks. <laughs> Benny Hill. Benny Hill. Thank you. Thank you. Benny Hill. Um, so I Benny really Hill style. That performance. Benny Hill style, she's driving around the golf car, uh, Grand Harbor Golf Course on Tuesday. And finally, after driving through the gate, the course, and crashing her car oh my gosh. Uh, into something, I have no idea what, the sheriff's deputies were able to uh, 
get her out of her vehicle and take her into custody. Okay. No that, idea why she ran, by the way. I will say this, though. That is going to cost them a pretty penny to repair on that golf course. Because she was oh, in a regular yeah, car. She wasn't a, good. It wasn't a golf cart. She wasn't like no. chasing the <laughs> she drink was in a cart. Vehicle. She was in a vehicle. And it looks like a big vehicle. Oof, that's going to tear up that green. Ooh, no thank mm-hmm. you. Um, That was in Florida. Now we will travel across the country to Los Angeles. Uh, And that's where we're going to meet a group of thieves who knocked down. Is it knocked down or knocked over? They broke into a jewelry store. What do you do? Do you knock over? Okay, no, they didn't knock it up. They went to a jewelry store. They should knock it off. Yeah, they should knock it off. (laughs) Uh, They went to a jewelry store and they decided to steal some jewels that they had seen in the front window. Oh, um, jewelry heist. Yeah, big jewelry heist. Huge jewelry heist. Um, they broke into the jewelry store. They took all the jewels in the front window that they had seen. And uh, there's security footage of them. Now, okay. what I didn't tell you is the way that they broke in was by plowing their car into the front of the jewelry store. Okay, that seems efficient. Right, so they high-speed plowed their car into the front of the jewelry store, broke all the glass, and then smashed and grabbed all that jewelry. Problem. And this is what makes them a crazy, stupid idiots. A crazy, stupid idiots. There was a group of them. The owners say, the owners of the jewelry store say that they caused over $20,000 of damage to the building. Well, how much jewelry did they steal? That is the question, Bradley. And the answer to that is... The jewelry they stole was all costume jewelry worth around $200. (laughs) They caused $20,000 worth of damage to a building for $200 worth of jewelry. Now, you should know a lot of jewelry stores actually put the fake stuff out in the window because they're not stupid. Because it's a window. Right. Uh, Come on. The insurance will cover the damages to the building, and uh, the, the, the robbers are still on the lam. But I would imagine they'll be held somewhat responsible if they ever get caught. Oh. And like I said, there is video footage of the crane. I'm sure they'll be held entirely responsible. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. mm-hmm. Nana boo boo. Where are we going next? Where were we? L to the A. Louisiana. Nope, that would be Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah, I thought you were doing states. Uh, we are now going to TN. That would be Tennessee. 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 And I want to take you to, well, mm, a story that took place on a Tuesday, courtesy of the Monroe County Sheriff's Office Narcotics Division, who nabbed two suspects on a search warrant, which yielded 200 grams of methamphetamine and uh, officials are thanking the community of Bethlehem. I oh, don't think it's the one in Israel. little town. <laughs> Not the little town, but maybe there's a Bethlehem, Tennessee. Uh, they're thanking them for the several calls for complaints on suspected drug trafficking activity in the area. Uh-uh. So what, what 
ended up happening was they found a bunch of drugs, right? Mm -hmm. So they got a report and they were like, oh, look, drugs. But it wasn't that easy. They had to go looking for the drugs. And it's where they found the drugs that has earned this story crazy, stupid idiot status. And the drugs, by the way, uh, methamphetamine, 200, oh, I told you that, 200 grams of meth. Were they in somebody's body? Do you want to imagine? (laughs) It was not in anyone's batuski. Okay. Okay. It's where they found the meth. It's an unusual place in a house. Let's put it that way. Like, if you're like, I've got to hide my meth. This would not be a typical place. Now I have to figure out, where would I not hide my meth in my house? This is a hard exercise, you guys, because I've never had to deal with this before. The toilet tank? No. Think about your kitchen. I'm going to narrow it down for you. It's in the kitchen. The oven? (laughs) No. Not the oven, but something that goes in the oven. The, uh, the f- some food. Yes, a lasagna. In fact, <laughs> okay. Did you know this? <gasps> no, is that right? No, it literally is in a frozen box of lasagna. Shut the front door. No, I was honestly just coming up with anything dumb. It literally well, it was worked. Stouffer's <laughs> serves four. Lasagna. Oh my gosh. Full of frozen meth. meth. Oh yeah. my word. You guys, don't do the lasagna like that. I mean, apparently that must be a thing because the Respect cops knew where it the was. Like, let's look at the lasagna. You okay, know. dumb question. But is, like, do you have to keep meth fresh in the freezer? No, but you know, I was. this reminds me of an episode of the Golden Girls where Blanche gets her jewels stolen. Remember, they, like, the uh, burglars break in, steal a bunch of stuff, and mm. she hid things in the flower. And they said, that's the first place they look. So, like, the freezer, the flower. I feel like people have, you know, typical hiding places in the kitchen. Thank you for sharing that bread. We need Ooh. to find that sounder because that is one of my favorites. Um, no, you're right, though. Uh, I did learn. These are the places. I do, Like you said, the freezer. Where was the other one? The flower. Your medicine cabinet is another place they're going to look for stuff. They're not necessarily yeah. looking for your valuables, but they're looking for drugs. Drugs. Um, so those are like the first places where people look. It's good yeah. to know these things. So you can listen. I don't keep anything. I've heard also. Do you remember that thing where people would say, like, if you have a problem with your credit card, like freeze it? Yes. Like in a bag of ice? Yes. Like, I don't do stuff like that because I would forget and then I would throw out. I'd be like, what is this dumb old bag of ice And you'd for? throw your credit card yes. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Like, I I don't even know. Oh, I shouldn't be admitting this. I don't even know what's in the bottom of my freezer right now. I'm sure at some point I was like, I made some extra pork shoulder or something. And I was like, oh, we didn't finish that. I'll freeze it because the freezer's a time machine. And then like, you know, we'll eat it sometime. But then I forget it's in there and we never go back and eat the frozen you know, stuff. Do you know what I started doing is I don't even use like, your meth for in a the while. Freezer? Huh? Keeping your meth in the freezer? Yes. Just kidding. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no. Go ahead. What now? No, what I've taken to doing is just writing on my storage containers yep. with the Sharpie because soap and water takes out a Sharpie from your storage container. So I don't even worry about labels. I just write on the thing what it is. Well, then what then I, I need to forget. do, then the next step, what I need to do is then put a list on the outside of the freezer that says this is in there because. <laughs> yeah, so you don't have to go digging. Yeah, for it. because I'll forget. And like, I should know what's in there so I can, you know, eat it later. 
so that I don't throw it away like three years later when it's freezer burned and I like regret that I didn't get to eat it. Fine. Thank you for going through that with me. I feel better now. Do you? No, but I have some ideas. All right. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a little game. Uh, That game is called the throwback. Live. After this on my talk one Oh seven one.